an improv comedy they're like well what if you like come out and you say something and then like the the crowd goes wild and calls you racist and all this shit and it's uh well, well, well first of all like if you're improvising and you're 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 talking off the cuff like you got you got you got to give yourself a little uh uh, leeway like if you if you accidentally say something racist uh, or something they call you racist it's like okay well i was expected to talk fast and whatever i just i was i was trying to be funny or whatever so imagine like uh somebody says something involving um karate and then like uh every all the improvisers start making like the you know uh kung fu noises and uh you know whatever is that scene <laughs> racist well, maybe, but more importantly, it's not funny. I mean, and so imagine somebody comes out with a, with a fucking British accent. Now you got a br- British accent fucking dude uh, doing um, kung fu and shit. Now, now you got more shit to work with, shit you haven't heard before. Yeah, okay, but... this story doesn't. This story isn't funny, but I, you know, it's on the subject of stereotypes and stuff. No, I fucking I love stereotypes, dude. I think that uh, fucking I, th- I like I don't like racism. I don't, I don't, I don't like that maliciousness and like, you know, the whole fucking Confederate flag fucking wearing hoods and, or any, any, any type of racism, man. Like you cause that division. It's not good. However, however, I love racial comedy. When we start to acknowledge our differences and laugh about it, that's when we build strength together through comedy. A lot of my favorite New York comedians say exactly that, where there was tension in the neighborhoods, and then they joke about each other, like point out things, and, and they'd all laugh, and then they'd all feel like uh, comfortable afterwards. So it's like making the racial joke was how you made friends across the, and then you compare that to like, um, you know, like you got like you got you got white people, white women especially, who like hear oh. a racial joke and like create a fucking fight about it. The worst. Like, Yo, the fucking worst. Pe- <laughs> Those two were just having a good time, and you had to come in with your fucking. <laughs> come in with your fucking bullshit that no one gives a fuck about. Go back to wearing your fucking goddamn J. Crew shirt and fucking. Go cry to someone who gives a fuck, basically. I, I, I tell people like that to take a fucking number and cry to someone who gives a flying fuck. Because yes. there's, no, there's no fucking point to get agitated about comedy. If you don't like it, don't fucking listen to it. Yes. I, I fucking, I can't tell you, like, there's, like, Paul Mooney. Can everyone hear? I, I can, you're, yo, your shit's mad fucked up, son. Uh, shit. He's probably gonna fucking uh, restart his shit, though. But, yeah, to get back to what you're saying, dude, like, oh, it's so fucking stupid, man. Like, Paul Mooney, Paul Mooney, he, he does a lot of black-white comedy, but it's, like, there's a time where it's like it's funny to me and then there's a time like hey man can you can you talk about something else like you, your bit can't just be this if it is you're, you're, you got a very niche market and you're not going to broaden your shit you know you need to broaden your comedy I, I'm, I'm looking him up I know him from somewhere I, I guess he was on the Chappelle show I think I think he had a yeah I, th- I think I, I think I might have seen some of this guy's stuff yeah, yeah it's, I don't know. It, so it, it, when you get time, uh, when you're taking a shit or something, uh, uh, look him up, man. 
Yeah, he he's funny. He's got some fucking great observations, but it's just it's like what the fuck, dude. Um, well, yeah. One, one thing that happens to me at work, uh, you know, like uh, uh, you know, pe people ask me questions, and I don't know what to do other than address cultural differences, uh, and I try to phrase it as a joke because I'm not like saying their way is worse. I'm saying their their way is different, and it tends to go pretty well. At least nobody calls me a racist to my face or whatever. But it's just like. Uh, you know, they're like, why, why aren't you married? Why aren't you whatever? And then, like, if my first explanation doesn't work, I'm like, all right, all right look, the stereotype is Mexicans get married at 18, have four kids by 22. Uh, Americans <laughs> tend to uh, never have kids until they're 35 and then spend 10 grand on in vitro fertilization. You know, I th that tends to get a laugh. Nobody's <laughs> called me a racist to my face yet. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think that's fucking hilarious, though, because it's a fucking truth. Uh, this is coming, and I, I grant you a pass as being a Hispanic man. I you can say you can say stuff like that. That's cool with me. Um, not that you needed the pass. I just feel like if someone harasses you, I gave you the pass. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but it's a fucking truth, dude. I, I would go to school, and I went to pretty uh, diverse school, man. There was like you know a lot of Hispanics, a lot of um, African Americans. But there, there was also, yeah, there was a bunch of different people from all walks of life, and it was pretty diverse. However, I swear to God, like, every fucking, the girls that I saw getting pregnant at, like, fucking 15 and 16, all of them fucking Hispanic. And it was just like, Jesus Christ, like, you can't tell them to pull out, or you can't, you can't wear a condom, or, you know, they, they, there's literally, you go to Planned Parenthood, you could probably get some fucking goddamn birth control, man. It's not that hard. Or, or and I think it has to do with just being dumb because you get pregnant and if you don't take care of it, if you know what I mean, that's it. Your your priority is not to fucking be educated and have goals anymore. It's not a push as fuck trophy out of your fucking twat and then raise it. And I think that's a fucking that's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, is, is dump dinners here or is yeah, I'm uh, here. I'm okay. here. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I just restarted everything. Okay. How are you feeling? Good. You're good, dumb dudes? Yeah, I'm Tell good. me a full sentence. So we can, yeah. Oh, okay. Tell me a full sentence. Yeah, okay. So I was up today listening to some 40. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're cutting out. So, uh. Oh, my God. So let's go back to what we were saying a minute ago. Yeah. There's a couple of things. Um, so, like, the, the, the culture does think it's cool to, like, have kids or whatever. Like, I have people say to me, don't you want to be, like, a young um, parent? Because if you're old, then you're not going to have energy to do stuff. And it's like this, like, I want to be a hot mom. And, like, uh, I, th there is a cultural thing there. And in Mexico, like, if you go to, if you are in certain countries, if you go to college, you aren't guaranteed a job afterwards. Like, yeah. it's, like... You, like in America, like if you go to college, there's you, you might get a job, you might not. Uh, it's even worse in some of the, the Latino countries. It's like the only ways to get ahead are uh, drug dealing. And <laughs> uh, like so the, like the motivation to have kids and uh, is is higher because fucking is always fun, whether you're broke or rich. I don't know, like having a family is kind of like the, your only like joy in life in certain parts of the world, I think. And here's my fucking problem with, uh, yes. with this, is I grew up fucking, I grew up poor. 
I wouldn't say, you know, fucking Afghanistan poverty line. <laughs> I would say I would say American first world poverty line. Let's go with that yes. one, okay? Yes. And, and you know what? Everybody cries about, hey, I want free this, free that. I want free health care. I want free uh, education. Uh, who's paying for it? In, right. in the end, who the fuck's paying for it? Uh, be quite yes. honest. And it doesn't make any sense because if you allow competition, then... Price is going to go down because one university is going to want to fight for your education. And you're going to discern whether or not this fucking university is high quality or this hospital is going to be the best provider for oncology or whatever the fuck. The, the, the problem is, man, like fucking I grew up out of that shit and I knew I had to make good choices, dude. And because I'm a fucking idiot, I thought, you know what? Military. Let's do it. Let's do it. And I stood in for, for dumb fucking reasons, but I don't regret it. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. it's like you have that kid with that woman that you don't like and you guys divorce. <laughs> and it's like, hey, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm, I'm just here, you know, I'm just here because I love you. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's why I stood in. And, you know, the retirement's not bad, but it, it, it you know, it literally paid for my degree. You know, I bought a house when I was young. I have my second house now. Um, I sold the first one, obviously. But my big problem is that people come up with excuses as to why they can't be successful or they can't even be mediocre at best. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is fucking try. If you fucking try, you'll, you'll get there some way, somehow. Look at the Beatles. The Beatles were dog shit when they first started out. But yes. how many fucking shows were they playing a night in fucking Germany and other other countries throughout Europe? Yes. These guys are playing sometimes three, four shows. Are you fucking yes. kidding me? It takes time. It takes time. It takes fucking effort. What happened to that? I don't know what happened to that. Good times and easy times make weak people. I think I think we're at an, at a peak right now in our lives where. This generation is just, we got weakness. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm concerned about this generation also. Uh, if a person starts to take responsibility for their actions instead of just blaming everyone else, you, you're probably going to start on a, an upward spiral. I mean, if you just blame everything on everyone else, uh, shit, there's, um, I can dig up a meme that says it perfectly, but like, there are ways that you can just blame everyone else out of everything. And it's like, okay, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a a business owner because uh, everyone's going to screw me and I'm not going to work for anyone else because uh, then, uh, you know, I'm just making money for them and I'm not going to buy a car because it's just going to lose value and I'm not going to rent a car because that's just throwing your money away. It's just like you can go on and on down the list to where like you, you can you can just blame everyone else for everything and, and overthink it and say like it's it's the rich people's problem. It's the like I can't get ahead because there are rich people. I can't get ahead because they're white people. I can't get ahead because well, OK, so why don't, why don't you think about it the, the other way and say, OK, the world is going to be doing all sorts of things. There's going to be tornadoes. There's going to be oil spills. <laughs> yep. um, so but I, ha- I have me. So how can I steer me 
towards, um, you know, if somebody's mad at me, can I just apologize? And then if I misspoke, can I learn from that and then do better next time? And then if I, you know, if you take that growth mentality, then maybe you can grow out of the bullshit that you're in now. Very so I, I don't, no, that's very I don't, true. I, Hi everybody. Uh, can you guys hear me now? I can hear you now. Uh, Do I sound better than I sounded before? Rob, All right, so I listened to Rob, some uh, some 41 last night. Listening Rob, to today. Rob was saying some profound shit, you fucking asshole. Thanks for Yeah, I was just trying to say it so like, you can hear if I'm breaking up. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah sound, you sound good. You sound good. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah, okay. I, think, I think that's more important. Now that we know that we're all connected, I think, uh, yeah. Should we start the episode now? Yeah. Three, two, one. Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh, shit. Let's go. What's up, Dundins? Hello. All right, let's fucking do this shit. So, we're back. We fucking covered goddamn Nirvana, goddamn great episode. We listened to the discography. Oh, yeah. Now we're back with some forty-one. But first of all, I gotta break. I gotta get something out of the way. Fuck Mary Kill. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. Charlie Hunnam from fucking Sons of Anarchy. Ed Sheeran, Jake Gyllenhaal. Go. Okay, uh, I'm marrying Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, what? He's Okay, I, I don't know I don't know the other two, uh, so I'm picking the one that I know. And okay, so Donnie Darko I didn't really like very much. Like that's to, to me that's a movie that like per, people who are Arrested Development in the age of like 15, 16 love that movie. Uh, I don't know. I I 90 people have tried to get me to like it, and 90 people have told me you bring a girl over, you put on Donnie Darko, they're gonna bang you or some shit. I don't I don't fucking believe it. I don't I don't. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I think that I haven't movie, heard that. I, I don't think that movie's very good. That's all I want to say. But then he was in a movie called Nightcrawler, where he's like mm, a, yeah. he's like a, he's like a sleazy uh, reporter dude. Yeah. That movie's awesome. And um, uh, I know you've talked shit about Brokeback Mountain. He was good in that. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I, I think, I think he's, I, I admire him. I like him. He's good looking. Uh, so I'm marrying him. And then. Sons of Anarchy, dude. I guess I'm gonna kill him. I don't know who he, what he is, or who he looks like. And what was the other dude? I guess I'm fucking Ed, the other. Ed, Ed Sheeran. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, he's probably the richest, uh, but he's gonna be gone yeah. all the time. So it's just like, uh, you know, if you marry him to 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 get his money eventually and leave him alone, then fine. But he's young. He's gonna be around forever. He's uh, super fucking rich. He's he's probably banging the entire world. You know. So put on a condom if you're going to fuck them, and that's all I got to say. <laughs> Dumb what you got? I'm married. I'm fucking the guy from... Uh, can yeah, you guys I, hear me? Can, yeah. Can, okay, st start from the beginning. This this sucks. I can't hear you. Yeah, I can't hear shit, dude. Out showing a girl, uh, bro, uh, Donnie Dirk. Oh, my God. I, I Here's the thing. He'll probably fix his shit right now. Let's get something out of the way. Yeah. Right. Is there a plus side to AIDS? <laughs> are there people out there getting aids strictly for the sympathy there could be <laughs> there, is, is, like us uh, uh, getting disability from work or something like i work at a meat plant you can't have uh like bloodborne pathogens or whatever i think so like i i can just imagine getting on permanent disability like it like you know getting aids in order to get permanent disability i mean maybe yeah, for sure. I, I think that um, I would want to just dress up like Tom Hanks in fucking Philadelphia. Um, that That's a plus because sometimes I get cold. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's appropriate. Sometimes I just want to put on a scarf 
and a short sleeve shirt. It's, why is that a big deal? This also, um, I get to wear the ribbon, yeah, and then I could curse out Kramer for not wearing. Who who does not want to wear that ribbon? Who doesn't? I could do that shit, you know, and uh-huh. then um, I can make people feel like shit. I, I like that. That makes me feel good. When I, Jermaine, I you you have you have legitimate problems. Whenever I I get to guilt people and make them feel like shit. I love that cringe, that that awkward tension. I love that shit. But there nice. is a there's a plus side to fall. AIDS. How about you, Dump Jenners? Do you think that there is a benefit to having AIDS? No, God no. Mm. I, I don't think they would even do it for the sympathy vote. Okay, well, I'll tell you who my fuck Mary kill. I would kill fucking Charlie Hunnam because my wife is obsessed with him. She has a goddamn cutout of him in her uh-huh. uh, in her childhood bedroom. Uh-huh. I would marry Ed Sheeran because. He's he's rich and I could fucking probably cheat on him, and I would fuck Jake Gyllenhaal because he took dick in a movie very well. I mean, it could be his acting skill. It could have been like, hey, you know, let's get this in on set. Let's not make uh-huh. this a big deal. And he took uh-huh. that dick well. I think it broke back mountain. He got to kiss one of the most beautiful men that I've ever seen in my life. I, I think to me, I, I would have to fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. He had legit on-screen screen chemistry with, like, a genius before he died. Yes. So, like, that's... You gotta absorb that magic somehow. Yeah, I know. And, you know, I could definitely blow a load inside of him. That's not a big deal. <laughs> how, how about you, Dump Dinners? Jack. I am, I'm fucking... Uh, I'm there. Oh, my God. What? What's up? Go, yeah, Jack okay. Falcon. We're waiting for you. I'm right... This <laughs> <laughs> shit... This shit is so fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to be able to record him like this. Call your internet service provider and ask for more speed. My fucking wife is going to have to edit the shit out of this episode. If if Steve from Sum 41 can do cocaine with uh, Tommy Lee and Metallica, then your internet pro- service provider can do cocaine too. <laughs> hey, Jack, just reset your shit, man. We'll wait here for you. I got a, I got a long tirade I want to go on, and I think uh, either Rob Fortune's going to agree or disagree with me, or we'll have some sort of discourse on it. We'll figure it out. Uh, Mr. Rob Fortune, I think that prostitution should be legal for many reasons. Yes. Reason one, uh, the, the likelihood for fucking sexually violent crimes will go down in America. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it should be federally, well, federally regulated within the, the health department. You know, as far as getting testing, it's mandatory testing, mandatory record keeping to make sure that sex workers are, you know, clean and, 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 and in good health. I also think that uh, it, it, it would, it has a potential to alleviate a lot of issues, um, mm-hmm. like child fucking rape and shit like that, dude. Yes. Or child molestation. And I could go on a different tirade about that shit because those people don't deserve to live. But, but. It would also give women an opportunity to develop better personalities. Here's why. I think that if dudes know that, hey, prostitution is legal. Yes. Let's say it's like fucking $200. You could bang this hot girl. You could just go, hey, I could bang her. I don't have to put up with fucking going on a date with this girl. I could just, you know, go out and have sex with this person. And that's it. You know, game game's in, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, then girls would be like, you know what? Instead of being irrational and a fucking piece of shit, I might just work on my personality and start learning about rational thinking. And maybe, just maybe, our country would be a little bit better. What do you think? 
Yeah, I, um, um, the countries that have uh, decriminalized prostitution, ha you know, it's 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 better for the women and uh, it, it's probably better for the men. So, I mean, I th yeah, I'm for it. Yeah, all about it. All about it. Bitches develop your personalities. That's all I got to say. Okay, is this any better? Yes, this so. is a lot better, hopefully. Say, okay. say a whole sentence hello, about Hello, 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 everybody. Have you listened to Sum 41? Does this sound like yeah. Fuck Mary Kill. I'm fucking Jake. I'm marrying Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm fucking the guy from Sons of Anarchy, and I'm killing Ed Sheeran. Every time I go to UltimateGuitar.com, uh, he's, there's an article about him on the fucking front page, and it pisses me off because no one gives a shit about him uh, who is going to Ultimate Guitar. I'm tired of seeing this fucking thing. Is he a better guitar player than than Kurt Cobain? Uh, no. No, he's not. Yes, you're yeah. right. Good answer. Good. Okay, yeah. Psalm 41. All right, let's do this. Yeah. If I ever start sounding like shit, just make it known. All right. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah, we're yeah, ready. Yeah, let's, let's go, let's motherfucker. I'll Kill No Filler is a 13-track record released in 2001, coming in just over 32 minutes long. It's the band's debut studio album. The album was a commercial success, peaking at number 13 on the Billboard 200 and being certified platinum. And Fat Lip went to number one on the Billboard rock charts. Uh, despite initially receiving mixed reviews in 2001, the album has gone on to receive retrospective acclaim and was listed as number four on BuzzFeed's list of 36 pop-punk albums you need to hear before you fucking die. Uh, being beat by Dude Ranch, Dookie, and Enema of the, Sa Enema of the State, uh, Steve-O wrote Pain for Pleasure in 10 minutes while he was on the toilet. Singles, Fat Lip, In Too Deep, Motivation, and Handle This. Jomo, tell me about All Killer, No Filler. Dude, All Killer, No Filler, fill her asshole up. It's Sasha Gray, great fucking album. Um, I, I I love the drum work. Uh, how do you, Steve what? How do you pronounce that fucking last name? Steve? I don't know his last name. They call him Steve-O. That's what I call Yeah, Steve-O. That dude is fucking good, man. Uh, he, dude, I have that in my notes. He's amazing. Great, great drummer. I, I, his fills fucking are insane. I know I talk shit about the fucking Indian dude, um, you know, doing the shaky head and all that. But goddamn, like, I was impressed by this fucking album. And I remember when this fucking album came out because I used to fucking skateboard, dude. And I loved, loved this fucking album. Every song was, to me, a complete banger um, to fucking, whether you're hitting the coping, whether you're fucking hitting a rail, whatever the fuck, man. This, this. This literally was a the skate album, right? And here's why I lost respect for the fucking lead singer. He married that fucking posing bitch, fucking Avril Lavigne. How dare yeah. you, dude? This album was literally, it, it felt real. It felt like they were honestly putting in their effort, doing what they were fucking supposed to do. And then he married this fucking, this, this, this troll bitch who's like wearing a goddamn fucking tie. Why would you do that? Why the fuck would you do that? She's ruining your life. She ruined him. And then he became an alcoholic. But other than that, let's get back to the album. Bass and drums uh, stood out to me the most. Um, as far as the guitars and all that, I'm not saying it's mediocre, dude. I just felt like there was maybe a lot of power chords. But other than that, great fucking album. Uh, complete banger. For, for fucking anything, man. If you want to listen to this while you're jerking off on the toilet and you got a rope around your neck, you want David Carradine that shit, this is the album to listen to. I love this album. <laughs> I think Fat Lip is my favorite song on it. Um, I, th when they do the, the rap thing where they're all, you know, it's, it's all four of them together, it really reminds me of the Beastie Boys. And uh, I think it's fucking awesome. This album does it for me. It's not my favorite by them, but it, I think it's well done. I love the drummer. Um... Uh, it's really well recorded as well. 
Uh, they have great music videos for this. Fat Lip and Into Deep is the one where they're doing the diving competitions. Um, oh, and the cover of this got like memed. Let me show a couple of them. Oh, Here's one with you. the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Nice. And then here's one with the Simpsons. I like this idea. Um, nice. It's kind of endless. You can meme it forever. Uh, <laughs> my, my only real problem with this album is it's very predictable. It's very formulaic. Um, there are times when you hear a, when you'll hear a song you've never heard before on here, and you already know when different parts of it are going to come in. Um, the song on here, "Summer" and "All She's Got," they sound to me like they could have been Blink One Eighty Two songs. Um, and then there's a song on here called Crazy Amanda Bunkface, which sounds like they can be pretty fucking heavy. Uh, Rob, what do you think of this album? Um, yeah, so I, I remember in like 2005 or something, I wanted to show my friend a, a band and he's like, oh, I think I heard of them. They, they sound like this, right? He puts on fat lip as if to say like, uh, it's kind of pop punk, it's kind of metal and it's kind of lame. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like Fat Lip, uh, but I, I will say when I listen to this album later on in the day, I had Fat Lip in my head. It is catchy. It does remind me of the Beastie Boys. Um, I don't know. To me, the, the, the worst songs on this uh, are the, the hits because I don't I don't know. To me, like th this is I was sometimes I like pop music and sometimes I fucking hate pop music and sometimes it's the ratio between uh, guitars and, and vocals and it's just a lot of vocals and I didn't like the guitar riffs and uh, but a lot of the other songs I thought were fine um, there are other albums by some 41 that I like better so that's definitely what I, to I agree uh, also on the, on the uh, documentary that we watched, uh, the drummer and the bass player tend to do things in two to three takes, which uh, I like that. Uh, sometimes you need 30 takes to do it, but two to three for me is the best, and it shows how like tight they are. Yeah, he's on point. And he wasn't even like partying with the rest of the guys. He was pretty much like, I got shit I have to do. I have to get it done. Good for, good uh, for him. And, yeah, he's awesome. So I would, I would assume that Jomo loves the lyrics of Fat Lip, because I have some here that I think are fucking hilarious. Um, he says, because you don't know us at all, we laugh when old people fall, but what would you expect with a conscience so small? Whenever I hear that, I, I, I think about Jomo. And then he says, I like songs with distortion to drink in proportion. The doctor said my mom should have had an abortion. <laughs> I I Dude, I should have been aborted. Holy fuck. And then there's another line in here that I think about actually quite a bit. He says, as a kid was a skid, no one knew me by name. I trashed my own house party because nobody came. <laughs> Uh, yeah that song's yeah fat lip i don't know like there's a lot of great songs in here <clears throat> uh rhythms is good motivation uh handle this uh the intro is great even pain for pleasure is awesome um i like the whole album i think it's all bangers uh but yeah i don't know fat lip is like that song where i think will live forever i know some people might not like it but for me it just does it it's it's weird it has like this rap it has it's catchy i'm, I'm all about it and if you ever seen south park dude they look pretty normal for canadians dude they kind of look american if you ask me that's true. You, that's true. You wouldn't know. <laughs> nice. Uh, some comments from this video, uh, from this album. My second favorite pop punk album of all time. Excuse me. My second favorite punk rock album of all time. I can't read. Right yeah. behind Enema of the State by Blink-182. Uh, the greatest album of our generation and the greatest album cover. Uh, and this the last one here says, the 2000s were just such a great time. People did, don't even realize it. Uh, great debut album. I think it's it put them in the right direction. Jump. Yeah. Well, it, you know, here's the thing: is like I can't I can't deny that this album was fucking good, man. It was a good album. You said uh, kind of is like is formulative, like it, it, 
what I'm translating is that is kind of linear. Is, yeah, is that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would say it is, but it's still like you ever just heard a fucking album that's catchy? This is that album. It's fucking good, and it's good feel. Listen, man. It's like I agree. Completely. It's like when you you're jerking off, and then you put two fingers in your ass. Oh, as, yeah, you're, yeah. as you're climaxing <laughs> and then like your butthole shivers at the same time so it's clamping yeah. down on your fingers it feels yeah, yeah. that it feels like that kind of good man it's like, a whole thing yeah it's a whole thing the whole thing yeah. bro. all right nice <laughs> but yeah it, it, it's awesome fucking great album and I, i'm surprised how great it sounds it's recorded really well oh for sure man and you know that's what happens when you you record in america we got money nice <laughs> yeah uh rob do you want to say anything else about all killer uh, well, I like that these albums are like 30 minutes-ish. Uh, I yes. think that's a, that's a good uh, album length. I meant to say that as well. All four of these albums we listen to are just over 30 minutes long. Fucking great. In yeah. and out. Yeah. I like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, and that's a ballsy title. All killer, no filler. That means every song in this album is fucking great. So, good for good them. Good for them. Yeah, good, good for, for them. them. All right. Let's go to the next. This album's my baby. Does this look infected? Is a 12-track record released in 2002, coming in just over 31 minutes long. Uh, it's the band's second studio album. The cover for Does This Look Infected shows Steve-O dressed as a zombie. The same design is used for the band's live EP, Does This Look Infected 2, except it features Derek on the cover. Uh, Wibley has said that ANIC, ANIC stands for Anna Nicole is a cunt. Some 41 stopped including the song in their live performances after Smith died of an overdose in 2007. However, they put it back in their set list during their 2012 summer tour. Singles from this album, Still Waiting, The Hell Song, and Over My Head, parenthesis, Better Off Dead. Rob, tell us about this record. So this is my favorite of the four. Um, there's no songs on here that annoy me. Um, and, and, and like this, this is an album that I would have like played drums for and been proud of it. I, I would have had a lot of fun being in this band. I don't know that there was any songs that left out of me as being particularly good, but that, you know, they're, they were, they're all good. They were all, yeah, it was a good album. My favorite of the four. I agree. It's, it's, it's my favorite Sum 41 album. And this one actually is one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, I've listened to this tons and tons and tons. I love it. I think it's, it's perfect. Uh, it shows that they've grown up both musically and um, in the content that they're talking about. Um, it's a totally different type of album than uh, All Killer. And um, so when I look at this cover and the title, right, maybe I'm looking way too deep into this, but I've always thought that. So obviously, does this look infected? He's like pointing to this wound on his head that's like bleeding, right? That's the picture. Mm -hmm. But in this album, they talk about things like suicide, uh, helplessness, drugs, uh, hate being lied to. Uh, and then like the reality of the world. And I've always thought that also does this look infected uh, is they're being, they're using that to like talk about the current state of the world. Like, does this look like it's infected? Does it look like it's running, going the way it's supposed to? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I do love this album. It, it's, it's perfect for me. I, I think it's fucking great. Jomo, tell me Dude, To me, this is like the best segue you could have from all killer, no filler, man. Fuck. To me, like, I, just listening to this, like, you could tell they got influenced, I would say, Fugazi, or Fugazi, if you want to pronounce it that way, uh, Black Flag. Um, I, did you did you feel any Pennywise in there? No? Yeah. No? yeah, yeah I kind of felt like there was some. Uh, the, the album felt like it, they were trying different, a little bit of different things. It was definitely a good segue from All Killing No Filler. I just felt like there was a little bit of difference. I still think... That they are absolutely better than Nickelback. Um, 
yeah. I, I want well, obviously. I want Nickelback. They should have been in the South Tower during nine eleven. Um, it would have been nice. <laughs> Damn. It, it would have been nice. It would have been. I, I we would have got it out of the way. And you know that there's a, always a silver lining in the cloud. That could have been the silver lining. Um, I, and yeah, you talked about how suicide is addressed, man. And from from what he was saying, I, there was a lyric where they brought up the statistic of uh, yeah. of of teen suicide or maybe just young adult suicide in Canada being an issue. Um, who the fuck wants to live there? Um, that's why they want to kill themselves. Have you ever seen anyone in Southern California really sad? Unless they're on drugs, all right. Other than that, it's fucking amazing. Come down here, fuck Justin Trudeau. Um, this is the best thing since sliced bread. But you got to go on. And I, I think anyone who is listening to this shit, don't do it. It's it's not worth it. There's better things in life. Um, you have to keep paying taxes. We got to keep the, the bullshit going, okay? So nice. other than that, Does This Look Infected? Is it a great fucking album? It was fucking the best segue for All Killer No Filler. A fucking even better album than All Killer No Filler, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah de- definitely. Um, the, hel- the, the guitar solo in the Hell song is one of my favorite um from this era and when i hear the guitar solos on um whatever the, the newest one was that we're going to listen to uh, order and decline uh, it makes me wish that they that he had the emotion that he had instead like you, there's more speed in later albums and there's less emotion and i don't i don't necessarily always want that trade off um i think that the the solo in hell song is fucking great oh also the video for hell song is the one with like all the toys and stuff they probably made that video for like 100 dollars like 200 bucks and they just tape uh, like pictures, small pictures of the band's face onto different uh, toys or dolls or whatever. And they're like recreating a show. It's fucking great. Um, Hell Song's great, Over My Head. Uh, A&IC is awesome. Mr. Amsterdam, Thanks for Nothing. My favorite song in this album is probably Hyper Insomnia. Uh, Billy Spleen is great. Hooch, the whole album is great. This is all bangers. The whole fucking album is great. I can't recommend it enough. It's one of my favorite of all time. I've listened to this countless times. Uh, yeah, and I, I just love it. I have, I have a boner for it. Uh, let's read some YouTube comments. Uh, the lyrics were as good as the instrumentals. Perfection was their direction. My brother gave me his Zune when I was like eight, and this was the only album on it. Extremely nostalgic. I listened to them a lot in high school. Sony Walkman and a burned copy a friend gave me. I miss burning CDs. And finally, best Sum 41's album ever. Agree. I agree. Okay. Does anyone else want to say anything here before we move on? Do you buy this album and then fucking complain to iTunes on why they're so shitty? Buy it. If if, if you want to have children in the future, conceive them to this album. Oh, yeah. Do do them the favor. Blow low to this whole fucking album. Shoot the ropes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a half hour long. You got plenty of time. (laughs) Even if you you last a minute or 20 minutes, you're good. Two minutes, baby. That's it. Give me one song. Get this shit done. Yeah, right, yeah. And then you could just chill and listen. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, one of the things, it's, it's all about charm, right? And, like, charisma. One of the things that I say is, uh, oh, if you guys hear some fucking dog whining in the background, it's my fucking neighbors. I don't know what the hell they're doing over there. but Kick it's, that uh, motherfucker it's, in the throat. It's, it's, it's not me. I'm not, I'm not housing a dog in this house and, like, keeping it prisoner. Okay. Um, one of the things I'm saying <laughs> is, uh, if you were to go out on a first date, right? One of the coolest things you could do is win something from the claw machine, right? Because that shows yeah. like you have skill and yeah. there's immediate prize. You can yeah. fucking there. You have whatever. It could be fucking shitty ass stuffed animal, whatever. Now you're always going to remember that. Yeah. Anyway, that's stuff I think about every now and then. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Chuck. 
Chuck is a 13-track record released in 2004, coming in just under 38 minutes long. It's the band's third studio album and the final to feature the classic lineup of the band. <clears throat> uh, this would be the last album recorded with lead, with lead guitar player uh, Dave Brownsound until 2016's 13 Voices and 2011's Screaming Bloody Murder would be the last uh, recorded with drummer Steve-O. The album title is named after a UN peacekeeper named Charles Chuck Pelletier, who was in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, where Sum 41 was filming a documentary for War Child, War Child Canada. Fighting broke out during production, and Pelletier helped the band evacuate their hotel during the fighting, as he was staying at the same hotel. Singles, We're All to Blame, Pieces, Some Say, and No Reason. Jomo, tell me about Chuck. I was wondering why it was titled Chuck for, for the longest. I was like, ah, I'm not going to look it up. We'll fucking, we'll wait for fucking Mr. Jack Falcon to spew his fucking bullshit about. You knew I was going to come through. Yeah, I knew you were going to come through, Daddy. I knew you were. I felt like the record was, uh, uh, what's the word I would want to say? It's a lot of different fucking, um, different melodies, a lot of different variety. Um, they slowed down. Now, I don't know if anyone agrees with the same, but they slowed down to bring some of that variety in there. Uh, I love, uh, what is it, Bitter End guitar riffs. Fucking uh, nice. Um, slipping Away, I wanted to uh, possibly cut my penis off. Uh, it sounded like um, I was being tortured in Outlast. Um, not good. Um, one song that did suck out, I love fucking 88. Mwah, fucking great fucking album. Um, and it felt like they were evolving, this whole album, dude, um, to be honest. It's like they're evolving, they're, they're getting better, they're fucking trying different things. And I'm not going to say, I would say it's a nice third, if you, if I want to rank them from Does This Look Infected, All Killer, No Filler, and then uh, Chuck. Uh, what ruins it? The fucking title. Why is it named Chuck? I fucking don't like it. I don't like it. Not at all. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Insightful. Insightful. So, so yeah, I, this is a, another step up. You can tell that they're getting better as musicians. The drumming in this album is fucking great, too. Uh, it's definitely heavier than the previous ones. Um, there's, a, there's a breakdown in the song, I'm Not the One. That is awesome. Uh, then there's also punk stuff going on here. One of the songs, uh, Welcome to Hell, is a punk song, and it's fucking great. There's a slow song on here called Pieces, which I'm not in love with. Oh, and one of the songs on here, Some Say. Chorus reminds me of Handle This from All Killer No Filler. So um, I think that uh, even Nirvana, when they were doing their Unplugged, they were like, oh, we can't play these two songs back to back because they're the same song. Uh, so we have to separate them out so people don't realize they're the same thing. Uh, I think you're going to kind of, as you know, as you write stuff, you're going to at some point overwrite things you've, you've done before, whether it's a melody or a riff or whatever, if you don't remember it. So anyway, every time I, he I hear that song, some say, and I, the chorus comes up, the chorus from Handle This is what pops in my head. Um, not my favorite album by them. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's different from all the previous. I hate to say I like this more or less than All Killer because they're two totally different albums. Uh, but it's good. Uh, they, they stayed consistent. Um, like I said, their, their musicianship has gotten better. I do like this album. My buddy, uh, Nick, he, he has always said this is his favorite Sum 41 album. Uh, I think my favorite song on here is No Reason. Uh, we're all to blame is good. There's there's a ton of singles from here. There's there's a melody throughout this and like hooks throughout this whole fucking album. The bitter end is good. Open up your eyes. I'm not the one. Uh, it's good. If does this look infected wasn't as good, this would be my favorite. But because for me it's fucking top tier, uh, this one doesn't compete with that one. Rob, what do you think? Uh, this is the first one I heard. I heard it back in 2004 or so, and 
the the guy presented it to me as like this was like a, a a standard pop punk band and then they they've been maturing and he put it on and i really liked it at the time i uh this was again a band that i would have been in like gra- gladly with pride uh playing drums or whatever and uh you know like no reasons probably my favorite track on the album uh like you know high energy just like it just uh i don't know like the 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 vocal guitar uh of um uh, ratio is perfect for me. It just, I, it just feels like a, uh, an, an energy, an energy that I'd want to play. I'd be willing to play every night, uh, with no shame or whatever. And then like, okay, so we're all to blame. Here's the, here's how I feel about that song. So in theory, I love dynamic contrast and I love, um, you know, like, like distortion and saw, um, clean and like, you know, uh, uh, you know, do, doing both in one song and, and, and all of that. My issue is that they do that contrast, and I don't think, to me, I don't think that the transitions are smooth, and then they do the same transition multiple times throughout the song. And so it be, it doesn't, to me, it drives me fucking crazy. I don't fucking like that song. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's between doing it the same way you know it's to me that doesn't make it true contrast it's it's uh i don't know something about it i don't fucking like but yeah i i i i think this album is my is my second favorite of theirs yeah i i can see it i'm 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 torn because i like the beastie boys type kind of whack nature of all killer but i do like the the content on this album so yeah it, it's hard to say they're they're all good i'm i'm surprised that this band this is a band that could have gone away and and you know very early in their career and they also could have gone away like mid uh in the middle of their career they put out an album after this that i don't think did very well uh which was called uh fuck i can't even remember uh, and I don't think it did very well. And then the, the album they came back with after that, Screaming Bloody Murder, was the one that that documentary is from. And the whole band was like a fucking mess at that point. Yeah. Um, and so the, these guys could have gone away. That One reason I like the last album that we listened to is because it, it, it means that Sum 41 like, still means business. They're still here. They, they could have been gone. So many bands have gone away and there's no coming back for them, you know? Either you don't understand the world anymore or music or you don't think you have anything to contribute. Sum 41 has been able to, you know, look at look at All Killer No Filler and then look at Order and Decline. You wouldn't even know that. You wouldn't even think that's the same band. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it's good. Uh, I do like this album. I need to listen to it more. This is the first time I've ever heard it all the way through. Um, and it's good. I love the artwork on this record as well. Yeah, I love the artwork too. Uh, the artwork is glorious. The artwork is very big. It's very, very ugly. Like, where the fuck did this guy go? Hello? Uh, this is the first time I'm listening to these, and they're all so good damn. I used to blast this album repeatedly when I was 13. I didn't fully understand the lyrics, but certain lines resonated with me. Now that I'm 30, I haven't heard it in years. It's wildly relatable. Goddamn, so glad I came back for another listen. This was one of my favorite albums of all time. And then finally, my favorite comment uh, on this uh, album, uh, best Metallica album, in my opinion. Nice. I'm a fan of the troll comments. <laughs> yes, me too. They're better yeah. than Metallica, I'll tell you that much. Well I, guess, well, I guess it depends which era, but yeah, I mean, at, at this time, sure, yeah. This stuff is more around fucking Saint Anger, which is one of Joe's most favorite albums of all time. I fucking, yes. I would get, I would gladly get Hepatitis C before I fucking listen to that album. <laughs> Fucking nice. bullshit. In all honesty, I'm, I might take that as well. 
<laughs> yeah, fucking give, give me fucking hepatitis. I'll, I'll recover. It's not a big deal. Well, how are you getting hepatitis from like someone who's like really attractive having sex with them or like getting cut by a nail or some shit? Like oh, no, 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 no. Um, I get it from a lab and I just inject it because I'd rather just give it to myself oh. than fucking listen to that bullshit. You're cutting out the middleman, yeah. Yeah, fucking let's get straight to the point. Yeah. I'd probably just try to find someone who's really attractive with hepatitis C and get it that way. Have sex with them and get it that way. Uh, I can't cheat on the wife, man. I gotta just get it done. Just inject it in my vein. <laughs> just, just get it done. Hook it to my veins. All right, Jomo, give me some closing thoughts on Chuck before we move on. Not a bad album. It's not my favorite. Um, like I said, one of my favorite songs is '88. That's about it. What, what uh, Rob, you have any? You have anything else to say? No. Next. All right. Order and Decline is a 10-track record released in 2019, coming in at exactly 36 minutes long. Uh, it's the band's seventh studio album and the second to feature previous lead guitarist Dave Brownsound returning to the band. The title is taken from the song The New Sensation. Uh, Tell me it's all right, even if it's a lie, because I don't want to hear it's just a blessing in disguise. I read between the lines giving up on warning signs, but now we must face the truth. It's order and decline. Uh, Wibley produced, engineered, and mixed the album himself and says the album is their heaviest and most aggressive to date. Singles, Out for Blood, A Death in the Family, Never There, and 45, parenthesis, A Matter of Time. Uh, Rob, tell me what you think about Order and Decline. So I had a friend one time, we were talking about Refuse, and uh, he says, there's nothing worse than punk with keyboards. And my response was something like, there's nothing better than punk with keyboards. I love keyboards, they belong everywhere. Uh, so like, uh, yeah, in the documentary we watched, he, uh, Derek was saying, uh, sometimes I'm working on a guitar thing and I'm stuck, and then I go to piano and I'm unstuck and I can, you know, I get somewhere. And uh, I, I, I've, I've had that experience also. Uh, yeah, if you're, if you're stuck some, with something, try a different instrument. It'll, it'll loosen, it'll, it'll knock something loose. And then, uh, yeah, so there's uh, some, some of these uh, songs in the beginning. Um, I, I was like, okay, this is the same band as that other band. Okay, this is, this is cool that they're experimenting with different instrumentation and, um, you know, stuff. Uh, so I, I kind of liked it. I think it, and then I think it kind of ran out of gas for me. I, I might like this album the least out of the four. I like this album the least out of the four as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's I'm torn on this album. Um, I appreciate. So Dave has, you know, he was gone for a decade <laughs> or whatever, however long he was gone for, and he comes back and he's a he's an amazing guitar player now. He's done a lot of practice, a lot of playing, and he's he's on point. Uh, and the speed is cool, but I'm like. I, I feel like some of the solos in this album are just forced in there. Like, just play something fast. Uh, I brought up the solo specifically on from Does This Look Infected from uh, the Hell Song because I think it's an amazing guitar solo that fits perfectly. And there's emotion in it, and it's fucking great. And then I hear a solo on here, and I'm like, I don't necessarily want this. I, I like the speed, and there's some part, p- points where it works. Like, the solo for Out, uh, Out for Blood, I think, is fucking awesome. But then I hear some of the other solos, and I'm like, uh, no, I... I I don't need okay. I don't need full speed for no emotion. Put me somewhere in the middle where maybe it's there's some speed going on, but there's still some feeling as well. Uh, I don't want the robotic shit here. I don't think it works for me. Uh, a lot of this stuff has been ruined for me from Rust in Peace. Uh, listening to Marty Friedman play, uh, there's speed, there's emotion, there's everything going on in there. So just to have the speed where it's like, yeah, maybe that fits, maybe it doesn't. Uh, I I don't need it. Oh oh, so even though Dave came back, they had another guitar player, Tom Thacker. 
who was playing with on the last two albums from uh, Screaming Bloody Murder. He was in the documentary, I believe. And then he was on uh, the one that was before this, whatever I said. It was called uh, 13 Voices. I didn't actually say that, but it was called 13 Voices. He played on both of those. And instead of kicking them out, they're just like, yeah, you can stay. So now they have three guitar players in this band, which I think is fucking awesome. Yeah, it, they have to sound great live. Uh, there's a piano ballad type thing on here. Never there. I get it. it's an emotional song. I don't I don't need it. Yeah. Uh, Catching Fire is a nice ending, but I do think that this album should like Catching Fire ends too. I don't want to say weak, but, you know, it's 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 dynamically low. And I think this album should have really gone out on a on a fucking high note on a one of the heavier songs should have ended this album. Um but yeah, I, I, I think it's good. The, the reason I like this album is because I love that Sum 41 is still around. When we talked about The Offspring, I said, you know, at some point, Dexter Holland is going to be dead. So even if their newest album isn't groundbreaking or isn't the most amazing thing they've ever put out, uh, I'm in love with him as a musician, and I want that. I want as much as I can get from him before he doesn't want to play anymore or he, he's fucking dead. So the fact that Sum 41 is still alive and they've clawed their way back from, you know, kind of failing at some point and now they're a whole completely different band i have to applaud them so much they they're they're probably they're they're maybe not bigger than they've ever been but they're pretty fucking popular right now yeah. and my favorite song on here is probably 45 uh, jomo tell me about this album fucking don't like it that's why i'll tell you about it um i missed the fucking old drummer this new drummer has no fucking uh what is it jonas the, the substance he doesn't have the love the passion yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not there it's not fucking the, there the chutzpah yeah, the ch- the, the in the you know that's when I that's what I say when I'm shooting a load. It's and it sounds like Avenged Sevenfold was fucked by Muse and Thirty Seconds to Mars. I don't yeah. like it. I I just don't like the fucking album, dude. It it doesn't it steers away from it. I wish they did like a a, a local recording where it was more like um like punk thrash, maybe a little bit more raw in the recording. Um. Even a, I'll take a live album before I fucking take this shit. It was not good. There's nothing I liked about this fucking album. Um, I felt like they could have did better. I think they need to go back to their roots and fucking retool and get it back together. So you ask me what my thoughts are on this fucking goddamn album? Dog shit. I'd okay. rather I'd rather look at dog shit and paint dog shit. I, I also miss the drummer as well. Uh, he's he's fucking awesome. And uh, he, I, I posted a stand-up. It was it was a little while ago, and it's it's pretty funny. Uh, he talks about you know he's like oh I w- I was in some forty one. I'm not anymore. I've done cocaine with the guys from Metallica. I've done cocaine with Tommy Lee, um, and his stand-up is is pretty funny. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's a really great drummer actually. I love his drumming. On Chuck, um, I don't know if I had said it, but it's fucking great. Um, and I love him. He has a lot of emotion, a lot of power. He's he's great. And um, he I, he's a realtor now or something. Like he doesn't want to come back to. I don't know if it's music as a whole or this band specifically or whatever. But yeah, he's like so checked out on it that um, he's he's doing other things. You know, which is fine. This is like he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, but yeah, I do miss him as well. I it it's something that. Yeah, th- this album is, like I said, the, the big thing for me is that it keeps them alive. Some, some people somewhere love this record and they're going to go see some 41, whether they've heard older stuff or not. Um, but yeah, I, it, I, I much prefer the other first three albums we listened to, um, even though those were like, you know, pop punk, which a lot of it y- you can say might sound like other bands. Uh, this sounds, with the exception of Derek Wembley's voice, uh, yes. voice, you you might not even know this you know you would have no clue that this was some 41 um 
but yeah, it's I don't know, it's okay. I don't hate it. It still has, um, you know, there's there's melody in here. It's good. Uh, some of the solos work for me. I also think that this artwork, even though there's like a ton going on, is like boring as hell. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I'd I'd rather have it, I guess, than nothing. But yeah, if I had the choice, I'd I'd like to go back to the period of 2002 to 2004 and, and get stuff more around, you know, there. Um, there's another album uh, called uh, Screaming Bloody Murder that I believe came out right after his divorce from Avril Lavigne, which has some like really angry shit on there. Um, uh, my favorite song in here, I said, is 45. Uh, Turning Away is great. Out for Blood, the new sensation. It, there's 10 songs on here. Uh, like I said, Catching Fire probably isn't the way that they should have ended this album. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. I, I'm, I'm just happy to see that some, I, that some 41 is still going. I love Derek. He has a YouTube segment where he go, like he has the old files of songs on his computer and he shows you all the different parts and he like mutes, you know, specific ones. So then he'll add them back in and you can hear all the different uh, harmonies he's doing and everything. It's really cool. I, I just, I, I love this band. So it's hard for me to be like, yo, it's shit, but it's, it's not. Yeah. I, I, I prefer the older stuff. Yeah, Let's we, look at, we, all, we all rank this one the, the worst. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's read some YouTube comments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at first song, I, at, at first songs, I was like, "Why does everyone sound like generic rock now?" But after the second song, they sound so some forty one. So I'm happy with this album. Uh, next guy says, "Perfect evolution for them as musicians." Next guy says, "It's like Lincoln Park plus the Power Rangers." Uh, that's a compliment, by the way. That is nice. not a compliment. So that's what he that's what he says. It's a, yes. that's, that's oh, a compliment, okay. by the way. That's right, not that's me fun. saying that. That's him. That's fine. Uh, this band's first four albums were divine healing for me. And then this other guy says, 13 voices is way better," which is the previous album. Sure. So there you go. There's some 41. Uh, they've had a good career. They've been around forever. A lot of punk bands from the early 2000s are fucking gone. Uh, so for them to still be going on, I, I can't commend them enough. Uh, getting stuck into a rut of like putting out a bad album or not a bad album, but like one that doesn't sell well, where you know they, you know, uh, everyone starts doubting you, fans, uh, suits, everybody. There was no apparently there was no um, producer or yeah producer I think for uh, Screaming Bloody Murder or the one before it, whatever, one of the two, and it didn't do well. And because of that, they were like, okay, we don't really trust you guys to do everything anymore we want other people involved and um you know it's it's very easy to kind of fall down this hole and be like i have no clue how to get back up uh so they did and i i, I said it fucking 10 times i'm going to say it again i fucking commend them good for you guys you're still playing you're still selling out shows um yeah i mean i want the older shit more than the new stuff but whatever jomo give me your final thoughts on some 41 for every fucking skater who had to relive this episode or listen to all the discography, I hope that you thoroughly enjoyed this shit. Um, Some 41 brings back some old feels, whether it be finger banging that fucking high school sweetheart you may have, or farting in the classroom and then crop dusting the class because you don't like everyone. Some 41 brings back some good memories, and I wish that they'd go back to their roots. That's all I have to say. It, you know, so when when uh, Brown Sound came back, they kept the other guitar player. If fucking Steve-O comes back and they keep the other drummer, these guys are going to be fucking insane. I, I would go to that show. Yeah. Three guitar players, two drummers, and then uh, bassist and the guy singing. Uh, Rob, give us some closing thoughts on Sum 41. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're okay. That's all I have to say. Okay, yeah, I, I think they're above okay, personally. 
Uh, I love them. I think they're great. Derek uh, Webley is fucking awesome. Um, yeah, drummer's great. Everyone's right. great. Solid musicians. They I had a great career. Good, good for them. Uh, I don't want to blow them, but uh, you know, good for them. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'd like to see some, some uh, another album be something more of the older stuff. But I doubt they're going back to that direction ever. So um, yeah, you have it there. You can listen to it all you want. Um, they they've killed it, and uh, good for them. I like them. It was nice to go back and listen to them again. For sure. You ever seen a dick that you wanted to suck? Um, no, probably not. <laughs> I don't know if that's like the first thing that goes to my head. <laughs> You're like, that's a that's a pretty dick. I could I could I could put my mouth around that. <laughs> anyway, what do we got for next week, Rob? Oh, yeah. Opeth. Opeth. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Good choice, my friend. Good choice. I'm excited. Yeah. I like. Oh it. yeah. Like we got a little taste of Opeth with the Roadrunner United when we listened to some uh, Joey Jordison stuff. So Yeah, for sure. Yes. For sure. Nice. Our, I'm excited. I want to thank everyone oh, for yeah. listening. And our listener in Taiwan, we're with you in solidarity. Fuck China. Go fuck yourself. Everyone, we love you. Have a good week. Take care. Don't suck dick. Have a good week. Bye-bye. When an emo kid and a leaf fall from the tree, which one hits the ground first? The leaf. The emo kid just hangs there.